Uh-oh. Whoa. I uh, nearly wet myself with that, that last piece of music. I was like, what's going on? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey. What's up? Hey. hey my, it, what's up, sis? It's kind of strange. I'm on the road while I'm talking to you guys. So oh. I said, what the hell? Huh. Well, be hmm. safe. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I got Hey, let me ask you a question. Can you hear me right here? Yeah, here you find yeah. Huh? Who you fine? It's up. It's fine. Fine. Yeah. It's all good. But you know. Oh, but, 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 but. Oh shit! <laughs> you're not. <laughs> oh, good to hear uh, from you guys. We are on the road. What are you out there doing? Uh, you're you're out the there. Oh, yeah, oh that's what the, that's what I'm doing, Andy. That's what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. How is everybody? I'm doing You're, great, man. It's hot as hell. I've heard. In Philadelphia. Yes, 97 degrees. Whoa. Not, that's ridiculous. That's, that's ridiculous. That's really. That's, you know, I don't know what's going on. I've heard some. I've heard some. Uh, some commentators say oh, that global warming BS that ain't happening. You're all full of crap. There's no such thing. And blah blah blah. Icebergs or ice cubes are melting. Whatever you call them, there. The um, not the ice cubes. I guess yeah, the ice cubes are melting. They are. At least mine are. They are. Yeah. <laughs> when you get yeah, them out. My, no, my, my ice well, cubes is melting. <laughs> hey, listen. You know, I, I figured <laughs> we, have, uh, we have some more. We have some more news to go over today, and some stuff that's that's crossed our our platform here, and some emails that I want to get to. And um, absolutely. Yeah. And and before we do, I figured we kind of keep it moving a little bit here with um. Some hot, steamy, raw um, music. Oh, oh! <laughs> I love you know, what you played yes. at the beginning of the intro. I was just like, I was jamming. I was like, so ready for this show. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, let's keep it moving. Let's hear a, a live. Well, it's not live. Wish it was, uh, but a recorded live yeah. uh, concert with Duke Ellington and his orchestra. The tune called, very popular tune. We all know it called "Take the A Train" here on the Andy Amanda Show.
Oh, yeah. Of our big requests, Satin Dolls. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I that was very smooth. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. My, my high school jazz band used to play that tune. I was a guitar player. We used to... Uh, we used to play uh, at different clubs and organizations would, would book the, through my high school. We never got paid. I guess the high school may have. I don't know. But uh, we, we traveled to some, like, social functions and and elk clubs and things like that. And we'd sit up on stage and play all these jazz standards like Queen Bee and take the A train and all that. I kind of faked it on the guitar in all honesty because I don't I don't play all those jazz chords and all those filler chords that some of these jazz guitar players do. It's never been my thing. You know, I play Kumbaya and Puff the Magic mm. Dragon. You know what I'm saying? Cool. Yeah. But yeah, I, I played it wrong. I mean, I, I did, I did, Kumbaya. I Kumbaya. I played along. I got it. And I got some solos, too, which were great. You know, but I'm going back to I was 15, 16 years old playing the same Les Paul guitar I have today. Yep. Yep. Ah, oh, yep. that's not a beautiful thing. It really is. You know, sometimes I don't play it much. I should play it more. Um, but when yeah. I take it out and play it, I look down at the neck. I look at my, you know, fingers on the guitar neck, you know, striking notes and chords and stuff. And I think to myself, this is the same hand, the same guitar that I was my 15-year-old, 16, 17, 18-year-old high school band playing Sweet 16 and bar mitzvahs and little clubs in New Jersey, you know, playing all these things and high school stuff. And it's the same guitar that was seen by people back then. I had it playing, and just so weird. It kind of puts time in perspective. You know what I mean? So I guess. Andy, I'm a, Andy, you need to go to you need to go hmm? get your guitar kiss for go and get that guitar kiss for being with you for a lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> I will. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Is that the longest yes. longest time that uh, you've caressed one's neck? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> oh, I think I will. Gosh, it, it, Hey, hey, Andy, it's been with you longer than your wife, right? Uh, way longer. It's been with me through... Uh, Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Where did you come from? Yeah. Anyway, yes. yes. Uh, but it's been with me since my high school girlfriend when my high school band played in her house. Yes. Wow, so he could that, tell us the story. Her, her dad and mom... Six girls. I yeah. was the only. Uh, I was like the son, the only son of the dad. And, you know, had six daughters, didn't have any sons. And he, you know, he used to let me. You know, I used to almost live in their house. And my band played and rehearsed there, and and it was a fun time. It was a fun, fun period in life. You know, I must say, my, my teenagehood was in my with my band and my playing lessons with my girlfriend. Oh, that guitar could tell some yeah. stories. Oh my God! I just thought <laughs> this other thing. It just occurred to me uh, when I had that guitar down in Vero Beach when I was a flight instructor and. Uh, and um, I was living down there and, and uh, playing music at night and, and flying airplanes during the day. <clears throat> I guess I was a student, too, for a while, early on. But anyway, um, a girlfriend of mine who I'm still friends with today, we've known each other since she was 19, I was 22. But I uh, used to go up and down like the mid, the mid coast of Florida around Stewart and Melbourne and Vero Beach and play sit in with different people. I'd just kind of go in, you know, I'd have a paid gig. You know, I knew the musicians who were playing, they'd let me up on stage and I would play and sit in with them for a few tunes. But uh, my girlfriend back then would carry my guitar case into my apartment at night after, you know, we'd come back from the gig and she carried, my, she was my roadie. She carried my guitar for me. And it's the same, same guitar, same guitar case. You know, it's, it's, you know, I, I can almost turn around. Is it here? Let me see. I don't, I don't know if it's here, but it's the same. I look at the same guitar case and I am such a ridiculous Sentimental, romantic, like these little things. Like I treasure these little things in life. You know, is that ridiculous? I know, right? No, it's not ridiculous at all. I'm exactly the same. Uh, is that right? You know, yes. of yes. course. I still, mm. I still have the same toilet that I, you know, grew up with. <laughs> <laughs> Took all my shit. 
I knew you'd say that. Oh my god. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yes. So what's it up, guys? I miss you I'm guys. Trying new, I'm I'm trying a new drink. Um it's uh well I don't know if it's new. It's new to me. Um it's uh tequila and grapefruit juice. Oh. Oh, oh. yes. Now we're talking. It's, you know what? Hmm. Tell that me. Sounds good. A per- somebody told me that they um get a shot of tequila and put it in a Rita's water ice. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Says delicious. Oh. That sounds cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Excellent. Yeah. That, imagine if you have a a cherry Rita's water ice and put a shot of tequila in it. You cooling your your body and mind and soul and everything. <laughs> and we gotta remind our our, our listeners uh, out of the region or who don't know what what Rita's water ice is or who it is. Our folks in, in, oh, yeah, in Australia, New Zealand, and Europe, and South Africa, and Ethiopia, and, and Brazil, and Ecuador, and all these different places. Rita's water ice is a chain. It's prim- primarily around the Philly area, and I think they tried to franchise in different parts of the country. I'm not quite sure how successful they are. I think there's a few scattered around, but it is. I would say, water, water ice is not like shaved ice, and they call you know, that's oh, in California, yeah. you see shaved ice. Water ice is almost has a texture of ice cream, but not quite. It's 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 not quite, almost like a real fine sand, but not sand, obviously. It's ice, you know, but it's really, really good. Really oh, good. that's really, yeah. blowing my mind a little. Yeah. It's Especially like a with fruit. a pretzel. Yeah. Oh, with a pretzel. Oh, man. I used to get chocolate <laughs> and lemon or chocolate cherry and lemon. Ooh. Yeah. Really, really oh my good. gosh! Mm-hmm. What a good combination. Mm-hmm. Re- try. Do you have a readers near you, Cornell? We should we should oh, get them. Yeah, as a, I'll, I'll we should get them on board as a sponsor of the show. We should, we'll talk about them as much as they like. I, it's a good product. Readers water is definitely yeah. it is because they put fruit mm-hmm. in the in the mix of the um, water ice. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It tastes mm-hmm. good, sis. I'm telling you, oh my gosh, man, it tastes real good. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, right? Matter of fact, yeah. I'm going to make a U turn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I'm drinking right now a new drink. Well, it's new to me. I don't know if it's new to everybody, but I've never done it before, and I couldn't find any vodka. The only thing I could find was, was tequila. So I mixed some tequila in with grapefruit juice, and that's what oh, I'm yeah. drinking right now. It's actually pretty good. Oh, good. okay. Nice. Yes. Cornell, what do you think? That's a good drink. Yeah. Yes, it is. Definitely, oh. man. I, I, oh, my gosh. Put a put oh. a shot of lemon juice in there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Speaking of Philly tombstones, I want to say hi to our friends at 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 our... Uh, our... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> attention. <laughs> I want to say hi to our friends over at our, uh, no. Our, uh, <laughs> um, seriously, though, it's a place called Chickies and Pete's in Philadelphia, uh, located 
at down at the uh, stadiums and in Northeast Philly and a bunch of locations at Philadelphia International Airport. And you've got to go to Chicky and Peach and try their um, their. Uh, come on. No, no crab. They're crab fries. I, they have so many things in the menu oh, yeah, that I love. Yeah, I'm trying to pick that one. Yes. Wow. Yes. Can you believe I put ketchup still, Andy and Amanda? I can't believe What's I still that? put ketchup on it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. When I eat the, um, yeah that's a lot of nerdy most things, isn't it? I like yeah. ketchup with a lot of things. Mm. Yeah, What's me too. It? Say it again. I said ketchup goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Excuse you, sir. They are, they are. Somebody took from the ass. That's, oh, shit, an alien took over the show. <laughs> no, he probably go out and screw off on that. Do I find yeah. a Oh, man, that's Ike? No, no. Is that Ike? I think that was our friend commentator calling, calling us from the, from the world beyond. Uh, it looks like uh, Mr. Nixon's uh, chimed in here. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but the yeah. fellow is, uh, it's, he's on the sauce, isn't that it? That's probably mm-hmm. why he's on the show. You're right. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, anyway, Chickies and Peas, folks, Philadelphia. You know, it's like synonymous with Philadelphia. you got to try it. So well, I was going to say yeah, something. I, I my, oh, yeah, I remember what I was going to say. Um, getting back to news a little bit, we've got to touch on a few things here because one thing's like really, really important because we talk about it so much on the show. And that is, we all know that, that, that Joe Biden, we've, it's, no, it's no secret. It's a fact that, that Joe Biden was elected the president of the United States in the 2020 election. And Rich, and I was going to say Richard Nixon knew it, but he probably did. Uh, but uh, Donald Trump <laughs> knew this. <laughs> Donald Trump, Donald Trump knew it all well. As a matter of fact, I don't know if I told you this, Amanda, on Monday's show. I was about to, I don't know if I forgot something. I saw a recording, a quote of, uh, Nixon, of Nixon, Jesus Christ, of Trump watching um, Biden speak on television. Sounds about like me. Uh, and uh, he, he said to some his aides that were watching with him, do you believe I lost to this guy? Oh, really? Admitting that he knew he lost the election. Do you believe I lost to this guy? Yeah, wow. he actually said this. And that's a fact. That's not, I'm not making that up, but you can research that yourself, folks. I'm not, you know, it's true. It's true. Well, yeah. you know what they say, admitting it's the first step forwards. <laughs> yeah, so he knew he lost it. And then he perpetuated the big lie and the rest is history. But anyway, the reason why I'm bringing that up is because a bipartisan group of senators just cut a deal to change election draws in response to the January 6th attack. Mm-hmm. He was saying, yeah. It was a bipartisan group, you know, meaning both Democrat and Republican reached a deal that would make it harder to over a certified presidential election, making the most significant response by Congress to former President Donald Trump's relentless pressure campaign to overturn results of the 2020 presidential election. Now, the proposal needs to be approved by both chambers, House and Congress, and they're going to need 60 votes in the Senate to break any kind of filibuster attempt that they might want to try to, which means – that so six was fifty fifty split right so that means we need ten Republicans that would need to support any legislation for it to pass. But I believe, given what's been uncovered with the congressional hearings and so forth, and prior to that, and, you know the amount of Republicans that are, that have come out now and say yeah you know yeah big lie blah 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 um, hmm. that we'll get we'll get those ten Republicans uh, should this come to the floor and I think it will come to the floor. And it's, uh, you know, they've been negotiating this for months now. Um, and it was actually led 
not by a Democrat, but by Republican Senator Susan Collins of uh, of Maine, who's been outspoken, and Democratic mm-hmm. Senator Joe Manchin, who is considered a Democrat, a, a Republican with a Democrat uh, cloak. You know, uh, he's he's gone and voted against uh, Joe Biden's wishes several times now, and uh, not a not a tremendous friend of the Democratic Party in some respects. But anyway, uh, of Joe Manchin of Virginia. Um, uh, uh, West Virginia, I'm, I'm sorry. But anyway, um, so we have Joe Manchin and Democrat and Republican Susan Collins, both, um, you know, Republican Democrat getting together with with eight other uh, folks, mostly Republicans, um, to yeah. to get this thing passed. It's split up in two bills, right? And um, it's a great thing. And uh, one of the okay. bills is focused on the actual modernization and the complete overhaul of the Electoral Count Act of 1887. And that's the law, if you recall, that Trump had sought to uh, exploit and try to take advantage and create confusion over how Congress counts electoral college votes from each state. And we right. you know, try to get Pence to, to, to thwart that. And of course, the whole thing is a, a ceremony, really, and there's nothing Pence could have done to stop that from happening. And it was, you know, all the, you know, I'm not going to go over that again. But anyway. Um, yeah. So that's pretty cool. And I think, uh, you know, I just learned of that today myself, and I was like, hallelujah. I didn't know anything about it. I knew nothing about it. I, you know, and maybe some folks are hearing the show now will also learn about it for the first time that this bill is, you know, a bipartisan bill that would prevent okay. any future president, anybody from trying to overtake the electoral count ever again. Make it, and, and they're saying what, you know, part of the reason why this whole congressional hearing is happening is, we, you know, he was, he was attempting a coup. He's a, he was attempting an overthrow of our own democracy, Trump was. Yeah. And, yeah. and one of the, the primary reasons of this hearing and all this outside of this to indict anybody who was, is obviously suspected or have enough evidence that they broke the law, but putting that aside mm. – one of the primary purposes of the hearings is to say, hey, this happened, and we were damn close to having our democracy overthrown and, and even having the, the vice president of the United States executed. I mean, these people were out for blood. Um, they raided our Capitol building, and 750 of them are in jail right now. And the question is, how do we prevent it from ever, ever, ever happening again? This whole democracy, this whole system is our, here in the United States, unlike where Amanda is in the UK. This is a brand new. This is a big experiment. You know, um, you know, you go, you know, you go to Europe, you go to UK, you go to Denmark, you go to Switzerland, Sweden, France, Italy, and they, they're sitting back. Many of them are. Near, they look at uh, uh, America and they shake their heads. But yeah. you know, there's so much history there. There's so much history and culture and. You know, some, and we're new. True. We're only 240 years old, whatever it is, you know, right around there, you know. But um, yeah. we're, we're brand true. new, and we can't afford it. And, yeah, and this, this, yeah, considering the, the, the age of, of, of society and our, you know, and so forth, um, we're new. 200-some years, man, you know. Think about it. Really, yeah. Right? And, and, and because yeah, yeah, of that's that. that's great. And not only because of that, but it's very fragile. And we just saw on January 6th how fragile it, it is and, and potentially could be destroyed. And, yeah. and we need to, as a democracy, as the United States of America, we need to say and prevent it. Uh, you know, this, this will never, ever happen again, way beyond our lifetimes. Yeah. It'll never happen again. Yeah. So I'm glad to see uh, this happening. Anyway, enough of that. How you doing over there? Well, hey, ho- ho- hopefully yeah. – Mm-hmm. Andy, hopefully they don't get rid of tasty cakes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh don't get me in our democracy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I. I. You know. I. I Another Philadelphia <laughs> staple. I could use a peach pie right about now or a chocolate junior. Mm-mm. Oh, man. Or eclair. Yeah. Let's be clear. You say, let's hey, be hey, clear? Hey. Let's be clear. What? No, I say, I'm sorry. I say oh. eclair. <laughs> I thought you were trying to do a technical Do anybody okay. like jelly donuts? Do you guys like yeah. jelly donuts? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, of course. Over here, we just call yes. them jam donuts. Oh, my gosh. They are so great, especially with the powder on the outside. Oh, yeah. And my favorite. Mm. I grew up on those. He's like, yeah. oh, yes. Here's another. This right. Is, we should this... start our own food show. Well, we've done it. You know, we've, we've done that. We, our primary, well, not a food show, but we've had shows where our primary discussion has been all about food. Just, you know, this show, folks, for those of you who are just tuning in, is totally unscripted, totally raw. We have no, there's no agenda. It's a casual conversation. We go live Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays at 6 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And you can join the conversation and talk about what you like to talk about simply by dialing 515-605-9888. That's all it takes. And if you want to be like a guest on a show or, or have an interesting uh, uh, topic that you'd like to speak about and discuss for an extended period of time and you want to spend some of that time on our show, uh, you know, talk about what you do, your product, your life, your career, breakthroughs that you've had in your life. Uh, email, um, uh, email, uh, uh, email, Andy, Andy and Amanda <laughs> Show at gmail dot com. Andy and Amanda Show at gmail dot com, and and our powers that be will get hold of you and schedule a time for you or your friend or colleague to come on our show. Yes, so, let's just do it. That's easy. Definitely. Easy to do. Absolutely. Yeah, fun this is fun radio. This is fun radio. You know what I mean? Yes. 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 We party <laughs> with you. We drink with you. We sm- no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we we uh, we do we do. And again, this is for the benefit of our new listeners. Um, we do. Uh, we are the only show that we actually go live that connects two countries. We connect the UK, where Amanda is, and we're and I'm in uh, of Hollywood, California, and we have Cornell, who introduced Amanda and I. And none of the three of us, none of us have ever ever met. We've been doing this show for over two years now. I'm in Arkansas. Four, yeah, 430-some uh, episodes or somewhere around there, 695 yeah. total broadcasts, including the repeats. Um, that's a lot of time, and uh, great guests along the way, and it's been a wa- real fun time. It's the Andy and Amanda Show. Yeah. Again, 6 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, New York, whatever time that is in your corner of the world. Join the show. Tell your friends. Spread the word. Help us do this thing. We're looking to get this on a Sirius Satellite or, or Radio Network uh, in, in the near future, Definitely. and you can help us do it. So uh, we're counting on that, folks. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yeah. We appreciate your support. And we Thanks. love pets. <laughs> we do love pets. We are pet friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, where that mm-hmm. came from, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, the, the heat is so hot out here that I feel like I'm having like a allergy attack. <laughs> That's how mm, hot it is. Yeah, yes. it's been crazy, hasn't it? Like over yes. over here, they um they 
we don't usually get a lot of wildfires in the UK, but um, the the would the fires be wild? They wild yeah. fires. They, <laughs> they like the party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, they got that bad the past couple of days that um, uh, one property, like a housing property, housing property, <laughs> yeah. a, a house, um, and the the property around it caught fire. And Whoa, because some people God. had uh, gas tanks in their garden um, alongside this property, it blew and took out several other houses and cars and um, the area around it, basically. And they had 100 firefighters. This was on the outskirts of London. And uh, this poor woman, I saw this interview earlier, and she was just, you know, shook up. She said, this is the kind of thing you see in movies. She said, the fact that it's happening in like our our country especially because as you guys know the UK doesn't really see a lot of uh, extreme temperatures we had 104 um the other day i think it was yesterday we had 104 so Jeez. you know that's the maximum we've ever had and um oh. we're just not built for it our homes are designed to keep the heat in because of the climate oh we have oh my gosh i'm so sorry <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? And so, you know, it's really concerning with all this stuff going on. And like you said, Andy, with denying climate change is just bullshit. It really is. Sorry to say it, but it is. It's there's, there's stuff going it is on, bullshit. and we're focusing on Let too many of the wrong things. Yeah. Sunday in Philadelphia is supposed to be one o two. FM, oh, really? 102 FM, the easy sound, the nice sound, yes. 102, 102 FM. 102 Fahrenheit FM. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely, hey, Andy, I don't even need my grill. I just put it on, a, put the food on the street and just cook it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You guys, yeah. Uh, do you guys, uh, uh, I, I copied both you guys' this news article uh, about the heat in the UK. Do you guys see that? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll yes, read it to our definitely. to our fans in case they in case they didn't. Uh, this well, this was just in on um, it's a couple of days ago now. Uh, heat wave scorches Europe as the UK reaches record breaking temperatures. People are frying eggs on the sidewalks. Scorching temperatures are sweeping across the globe, with the UK setting a time heat record, and more than 40 million people are now using their patios, sidewalks, and driveways as stoves. There's a barbecue in the air throughout the UK. One person was seen. One person was seen hosting Man? a block party. Hmm? One person was seen hosting a block party as he was preparing ribs on his cement doorstep. Fire officials oh, official was quoted as saying, "Heat wave related cooking probably never seen on this scale before in London." <laughs> yeah, hey, you're gonna save a lot of le- you're gonna save a lot of bills. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I, I'm thinking about doing that. Maybe I um cook fry my eggs on my grass. You know, <laughs> I've heard yeah. that's actually a myth. That these people actually tried it. They put eggs in a pan and on actually on the concrete. They, they set up several scenarios outside, and this, the temperatures were really really hot. It was like between 95 and 100 and something, and the eggs oh just gosh. didn't cook properly at all. And that surprised me because everybody's always said it can be done. I've never tried it, but <laughs> it was like. Hmm. Do you know yeah. what? Do you know what happened? Do you know what happened if you took? Because I remember doing this back in elementary school as a science experiment. If you yeah. took a magnifying glass, a magnifying yes, glass, yes, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and put, and, you know, direct the sun rays through your magnifying glass onto the yeah. egg. It will cook. Definitely. But I don't know I about... I think I killed somebody. a few ants in my past with... I remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think we did. Oh, my God, we were... Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, hey, yeah. listen, I, 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 want to, I want to do something. You remember we were talking about um, uh, being so sentimentally romantic and sensitive. Remember that. And I know, Amanda, you like sensitive New Age guys, right? And, and, and you know... <laughs> Right. So, so this is yeah. this is for uh, for Amanda and and all else um, who are attracted to that type of guy, such as myself. <clears throat> <laughs> Prepare yourself, folks. Okay, everybody, it's time for a little sing along, but uh, just for you guys out there. All right. This is called Sensitive New Age Guys, and wherever you are right now. Riding in your car or lying on the beach with your Walkman on. Please, sing along on this song. It'll help you with your male bonding kind of thing. And to help you, I've, I've rounded up every sensitive guy I could find in New York City tonight. So you just sing along with them. Please, don't be shy. Who likes to talk about their feelings? Didn't want to hurt my feelings. Didn't want to hurt 
had your feelings hurt so many times because you're so sensitive. Yes, you're sensitive. Knock it off. <clears throat> well, I guess, I'm, I guess I'm a sensitive guy. When she said a Walkman, I was like, I know this. Uh, uh, oh, 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 my gosh. I'm getting like Andy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, old taping. She said Walkman. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was uh, Christine Lavin, New York City singer-songwriter. She'll be at the Philadelphia Folk Festival. August 17th and 18th and 19th. Or is it 18th, 19th, and 20th? Philadelphia Folk Festival. Look it up. She's wonderful, folks. Some great performers there this August. I will be hanging out there. And, um, you know, check out the Philadelphia Folk Festival. Anyway, um, she's wonderful. Christine Levin, Sense of New Age Guys. Speaking of which, at the 40th anniversary of the Philadelphia Folk Festival, I was on stage singing that song with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Sensitive new age guy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was my part. <laughs> Sensitive new age guy. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Elvis has left the building. Oh, no. I, I think I'm a sensitive new age guy, man. I'm very sensitive when it comes down to people, passion, and all that stuff. I yeah. care about people. The Walkman doesn't like you behind? <laughs> yes, too. That, too. And my Walkman. Oh jeez! It is a great song. But but I heard but, it. but yeah, but yeah. but. <laughs> oh god! You know oh, it's funny god. because, um, you you know I'll touch upon a, another news item that's just out there that we should just bring up on the show briefly, if anything. But we all know the uh, the Hunter Biden thing. He's taking money from Ukraine, and they're putting him on a board of directors of the big energy company, which you knew nothing about, and getting a tremendous amount of money. And they're investigating him, and uh, and there has been an ongoing investigation regarding President Joe Biden's son Hunter and his involvement uh, in, in getting uh, sums of money from Ukraine. But right now, at this point, it's entering what you might want to call a critical phase or juncture as uh, investigators continue to weigh the possible charges and prosecutors begin to confront the Justice Department guidelines to generally avoid bringing politically sensitive cases close to an election. Uh, you know, um, and we'll, there's no final decision that has been made. So we don't know. All those folks are saying, oh, Hunter Biden, Hunter. Didn't we have somebody on the show? Thinking, Amanda, you might remember this. And Cordell, you yeah. made it on the show, too. During the, you know, during the campaign, you know, the presidential campaign. We hmm. had different guests on. We had callers call, call, come in. We had, you know, I remember some friends of the show, C1, and some others that would call in um, who were proponents of, of Donald Trump. And, hey, more power to them, and that's what they felt, and you can't take that away from them. That's great. But anyway, I remember somebody called in from Arkansas, somewhere in the south. I don't remember his name. So I'm usually pretty good with this. But anyway, um, and the whole time – as a matter of fact, this is one of the very, very few times we've actually had to cut somebody off the show. We've only done that a handful of times. Usually it's when people uh, call in and start promoting conspiracy theories or stating facts or data, which they have no evidence or, or, or nothing to fall upon to back up what they say. In other words, they're dispelling rumors and, and non-truths or let's call it what it is, lies. And we, mm. don't, we don't tolerate that on the show. We never have. We never will. Uh, but yeah. if somebody wants to discuss their opinion and talk about their thoughts and what they think about, well, sure, that's your opinion. What am I going to say? Oh, no, it's not. Goodbye. No, you know, we, we want people to yeah. call up on the show and, and express their thoughts and opinions. And that's, you know, 
hey, great. That's what this is all about. It's conversation. That's all it is. And we're all friends, you know. But um, yeah. we had a guy call up, and uh, we were talking about the, the election, that which at the time was upcoming. And the entire conversation was about Hunter Biden, almost like Hunter Biden was running for president. And, right. And after, and after a while, we did hang up on that dude. And uh, I remember I remember pushing the button, eh, out of here, goodbye. Because Hunter Biden wasn't running for president, I don't think, was he? What? Cornell. Was he? I can't remember. Oh, was he? Was he? Yes, I think he was. Yeah. Hunter Biden. Yeah, he may have been running for president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think. Anyway, so. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. Um. So that's um. They have been. In, hey guys. Like it went away. Hey. I'm back. I'm. I'm back. I didn't know you, oh, well, good. Well, welcome back. You, you know, really. Thank you know you. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But anyway, uh, not that we care. Uh, no, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's uh, there are discussions right now, uh, getting to my point here, that have centered around the possibility of bringing charges that could include alleged tax violations and making a false statement in connection with Biden's purchase from, uh, um, from a time – when he would have been prohibited from doing so because of his acknowledged struggles with drug addiction, buying firearms. I don't know. I don't know. But right, he's okay. been he's he's been under investigation, and there hasn't been a it hasn't really been brought out in the limelight or to the forefront of the news. Nobody really knows what's going on, but I know it was brought up, and he's dove away. And what happens behind the scenes, you know, when somebody is. There's enough evidence to say, hey, you got to look into this, exactly like they did with Donald Trump's involvement with January 6th and other matters, including tax evasion and you know, a whole bunch of other things. But, uh, you know, spending uh, campaign funds and scamming many, many people out of their life savings from his Trump University scam and not paying employees. Uh, anyway, I'm not – anyway, yeah. I don't get on there. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but anyway um, – We'll see what happens. So I just want to, you know, bring it up on this show that it hasn't gone away. There is an ongoing investigation, and, and we'll keep in tune with that and and talk about it and invite anybody on the show who would like to discuss that and you know Hunter Biden's involvement with uh, Ukraine and tax evasion and buying firearms and so forth. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot out. There's a lot out there, and and we call it like it is. You know, if this guy this guy ain't above the law either. I don't care if he's the the president's son or not. And uh, I hope, uh, you know, if they get them, I hope they don't uh, discharge uh, or dismiss uh, potential uh, charges because of who he is. I hope that doesn't happen. Absolutely. Uh, just like I hope that uh, if, if Trump, if they have enough evidence to say Trump was in some way culpable of creating the January 6th Mishigash, that they, they, they prosecute him as well. You know, I don't care. Oh, um, we're down mm-hmm. to uh, two contenders now for the, the uh, pr- uh, president, <sighs> prime minister. Who? <laughs> Who? Uh, we've we've got um, Rishi Sunak. You remember the guy I was talking about on the last show? Yes, yes. And the the other one is a lady called Liz. Oh Trust. yeah. Oh And yeah. she seems very very nice. I just hope that whoever gets in, you know, um, serves us well because so Rishi believes he's the only one who can defend off. Uh, Keir Starmer, who's the um, head of the um, Labour Party, okay? And mm-hmm. he's fighting hard to try and get them into 
parliament, you know, in government and um, be prime minister. And um, I don't know why Rishi thinks he's the only one who can keep him off. And I don't know. But um, so basically he wants what's best for the country. Um, he quoted, he was quoted saying to live, work and raise a family. And he wanted to make sure that um, UK was the, or England was the best country in the world to do so. And um, he wants to be completely honest with the public and claims he has been up until this point. Um, he believes he can offer the same support as previous, um, like he did with the furlough scheme that they introduced during COVID, which was a scheme that was helping families mm-hmm. financially um, mm-hmm. who you know, couldn't work or were struggling with uh, the, the less amount of money they were getting through their work. Uh, but basically, his main focus, and it, He's telling everybody else that it should be our main focus, which I don't like. Um, and our main concern is that he can beat Keir Starmer. I'm like, well, let's leave it to the public to decide, okay, when it comes to the election. Uh, whereas Liz Truss, she's all for the people. She wants to help um, families that are struggling with the um, economic hits we've had. She wants to lower taxes, which I think would be wonderful at this point in our country because things are getting horrendous here in that sense. And um, she just wants us to thrive. And basically, that's what she's going to be campaigning about um, during these next couple of months. Um, But she's had a major burst in votes as well in the last 24 hours. So I think people are starting to see the benefits she has for this country. And um, so they're going to go head to head in a, a live debate on Monday, which should be very cool. Wow. Um, I'm going to try and get that a watch. Yeah. And um, so then uh, I mean, I mean, to... Let me interrupt you yeah. real, real quick. Do you know, but just know what time that live debate's going to be? Uh, no, but I can find that out. Can you find out? Because maybe we'll cover it here on the show. Maybe we'll broadcast it as it happens here on the Indian Man oh, Show. Oh, that would be so good. Yeah. So yes. get back to me on that, would you please, when you get a minute? Yeah, thanks. Yes, okay, darling. anyway, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Didn't, didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. So mm-hmm. both uh, Rishi and Liz are, are going to have this debate. And then after that, there's going to be uh, the Conservative members who will be having the final vote. And there's like 160,000 Conservative members. And they're either going to be voting by post or online. And that's going to happen around early er, August time. And it's going to be, I think it ends September the 2nd. And then the winner will be announced on the 5th of September. Um, so then that's what we'll find out. And, you know, I'm just, I, I'm kind of swaying towards Liz. Don't get me wrong. Rishi Sanak is a very well-spoken, very friendly guy. Uh, he seems very firm in the way he presents his um, information and the ideals he has for the country. Um, but there's something about him that makes me not want to trust him, and I don't know what that is. It, it's it's almost like he's given the talk, but I guess with that firmness, it can make lead me to believe that he's going to do what's right for conservatives, not necessarily people. So I don't know. It's, it's a hard one to balance up. I don't know enough about each one of them because they're kind of new to the limelight now. They've been working, doing what they're, they're part in government, and we've been seeing bits of them here and there. So it's going to be really interesting seeing this debate, getting them out on that open road, seeing what they have to say to each other, the kind of questions that's asked, and finding out what they're really about. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm keen on seeing that. Um, and we we have to this is not a general election, but a uh, oh, you know, that's since right. uh, Boris Badenov was is was for the most part, you know, was he's kicked out. 
And yeah. so the, the replacement, as he was duly elected as a conservative party leader in the UK, the, his yeah. replacement will also be a conservative party member. So this isn't like another That's squaring right. off of a, of a liberal party versus conservative. Let's see what happens. So it's going to be very no. interesting. And, and I've got a question. What I'd like to know, and I guess uh, the answer is probably out there. Uh, did either one of these two attend Boris Badenov's party during the COVID epidemic when parties were prohibited? He did, and he, he got did. fined for He's it. He's out. Yeah. He's out. Forget so, him. He's uh, done. Well, He's that, done. That's how I, don't I want feel, him. Andy. He is yeah, out of here. Still He's in no vote, better so than bad enough. Get no, him out of here. That's right. You know I don't mean? believe he was at that party, and he knows that those parties weren't the right thing to do, and he got fined for it. Then, then so how did he have the audacity to, 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 be, to put himself in a position to take over when he was at this party, too, and he knew it was illegal exactly. at the time? There you go again. To, yeah, we're, we're saying, oh, it's above. These, these guys are okay. It's above the law. Hey, I was there. I didn't wear a mask. It's okay. Big party. It, nobody else in the entire UK could do this. They did. He was there. He knew it was illegal. What the hell? Thank you. you know what I'm yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's how oh. I see it too. You, you, you basically Andy saying, saying, get him out of here. <laughs> get yeah. him. He's fired. Strike three. Strike three. Yeah. Get him out. out of here. Strike three. I think he's you out. trust all the way, personally. Yeah. Knock it off. Yeah, Maybe not, I'm speaking too soon, but I just I got a feeling about her that you know I think she'll be very good for for us right now in the next two years. So um, I'm get hoping. Get her in, Amanda. Do Fingers what you can crossed. do. Get her yes. in. Get. I want her in. We need her in. Let's have her on the show. Yes. Yeah. I would love to have her on the show. <laughs> yeah. It'd be incredible, wouldn't it? Um, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, we, we, you know. Hope and pray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. I'm still waiting to hear from uh, Congressman Jim Jordan. Remember, we called him live on the show last uh, oh, yeah. oh, this Monday. We called his yeah, office, yeah. and we want uh, Jim Jordan to come on the show. We also want Jamie Raskin uh, to come on the show. We've extended both invitations. We'll see when we hear back from them, if we do, and uh, make sure we have a conversation with both of them. But yeah, we, we're great to have them both on the show at the same time. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you guys, Amanda, do you know your Prince Harry? Your prince. Your crown prince. My Prince Harry. Oh excellent. Your prince. Thank you. Ooh. Thank you. Yes, it is. Uh gave a speech to the UN um about a week ago, somewhere around there. But anyway, um okay. he criticized uh, some aspects of way we go about doing things here in the United States. And everything he said was 100% right on. Um, he, and he also talked about climate change. You know, he said, we all know there's, there's climate change. There, it's happening. Yeah. It's, we're, it's, it's having a, a pronounced catastrophic effect on this planet that we all share, we all live on. And right. anybody who denies that is living in a, in a fabricated fantasy world of lies. Because the truth is, scientifically, it could be proven. There's no question about it. We are polluting the environment, and that pollution is creating a change in in the tendencies or the trends yeah. of, of of our global condition, of our environmental condition. It's so and true, and it's an absolute fact. Um, and I will quote Prince Harry. It's. Uh, he said, uh, first of all, I'm gonna, this, is, this is Prince Harry. This is, these are not my words. These are Prince Harry's words. The pandemic 
The war and inflation have left Africa mirrored in a fuel of food crisis, the likes of which we have never seen in decades. Worse still, yes. this comes at a time when the Horn of Africa is enduring the longest drought is faced in, in close to half yes. a century. Yes, bless them. And he continues. And this is, again, Prince Harry. It's addressed to the United Nations. And what is happening in Africa is not an isolated event. The drought there is a reflection of extreme weather we are seeing across the globe. As I speak, our world is on fire again. These historic weather events are no longer historic. More and more, they are part of our daily lives. And this crisis will only grow worse unless our leaders lead, unless the countries represented by the seats in the hallowed hall, meaning the United Nations, make the decisions, the daring, transformative decisions our world needs to save humanity. Uh, you know, wonderful speech. And I'll continue. This is I adore that guy. Yeah. These decisions may not fit the agenda of every political party. <laughs> These exactly. They may invite resistance from a powerful interest, from powerful interests. Excuse me. But the right thing to do is not up for debate, and neither is the science. Right. The exactly. Science. Yes. The only question is. And again, this is Prince Harry. The only question is whether we will be brave enough and wise enough to do what is necessary. So, yes, this is a pivotal moment, a moment where multiple converging crises have given way to an endless string of injustices, a moment where ordinary people around the world are experiencing extraordinary pain. And at this moment, we have a choice to make. We can grow apathetic, succumb to anger, or yield to despair surrounding to the gravity of what we've come up against. Or we can do what Mandela did every single day inside that seven-by-nine-foot prison cell on Robben Island and every day outside of it too. We can find meaning and purpose in the struggle. We can wear our principles as armor. Heed the advice Mandela once gave his son to, quote, never give up the battle even in the darkest hour, unquote, and find hope where we have the courage to seek it. Your yes. Prince Harry, Amanda. I know. I adore him so much. I thought his mother would be so proud. Mm. Seriously yeah. proud. She was an incredible lady, and she set such an amazing example for her sons and everybody else in this country who, who absolutely loved and adored her. And there's mm-hmm. never been a royal yeah. in that family since who's been able to give as much as she gave. Mm. And Yes. Her boys are carrying on that that and carrying that torch, and I'm so proud of him. He just, he, wow. We need more people like him with his kind of um, title and <laughs> all the kind of you know background that he's had to stand up to all these governments and say, come on, please, we need to do something. All these claims that by 2050 we'll have this. That's bullshit. It's gonna. That's too long. We can't wait any longer. It's right on our doorsteps right now. By 2050, who knows what's going to happen? You know, are we still going to be here? Yeah. It's it's too little, too late. I I told you on Monday's show, Amanda, uh, I was informed that in Copenhagen, they put, uh, I guess, the equivalent of park benches uh, all around the city, you know, scattered around the entire city, the outskirts of the city, that you have to climb up on to sit on. You have to climb up on the benches to sit there. And the reason why oh, they yeah. did that, the reason why they did that is to say, if we don't do something, you're, this is the height of the benches you're going to need. This is where the water level will be. You'll sit on these benches, and the water will be right beneath you. 
This is this is what this will be a, a normal spot for these benches, a normal height, as opposed to right now if we don't do something. Oh and, and man, reason, I'm so sorry and, and, for the sure people. Yeah, <laughs> and the reason yeah, uh, no, right? the, the reason why is because the government, the government cares about the people. What they do is about the people. Look at the COVID response. You know, look look at you know where, where governments actually care about the people, about humanity, about various crises, about gun control, about women's rights, yeah. about gender identity. You know, yeah. they care about the people, about society that we live in. Look at the United States for credit. Where the fuck are we going in this country? This, you know, this isn't the, you know, I don't know. And that's why I said earlier, the people where you are, Amanda, in the UK and various places around the world, they sit back and they go, they go Americans, Americans. Yeah. And I'm not downing the United States of America. Yes, this is a wonderful place. Yes, we have more freedoms than anywhere else in the world. Yes, this is a, a leader in the world. It's an amazing free nation, and, and I love being here. Don't get me wrong. But there are certain... And, and, and the ginger ale. And they have amazing... <laughs> and, and where would we be without Coke, Pepsi, and Tasty Cake? Um, <laughs> oh, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Pepsi addict uh, that I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. You know... I really yeah. do. And to be honest, you know, you can you can put your country under a telescope as much as you like, Andy, but in all fairness, there are elements here that, you know, it's like every country has its issues. Like, for example, the other day, this guy is going along one of these roads next to a gas station, okay? And it's like nobody's learned anything since COVID. When COVID hit, we had so much silence. Nature was coming in from, obviously, England is covered with a lot of greenery, and we're blessed to have that kind of nature on our doorstep. So a lot of animals from uh, those types of areas tend to come into the city more because we're constantly building into the countryside, and we're destroying their homes. Therefore, they're coming into the city to try and find food, okay? So when COVID hit, all these animals was it was a beautiful sight to see. We're coming into the towns because it was so silent, hardly any cars on the road. There was literally a whole new life that was kind of playing out in front of you. Mm. And then you could see for miles because the pollution had fallen. And it was just, I couldn't remember seeing that far since I was a child. And I remember speaking to everybody around me saying, this is unbelievable. I feel like I'm going back to the past when, you know, everything was so much less. And this guy who's driving along the car opens the windows, throws like, a load of trash from one side onto the road, and then throws like cans of uh, soda, empty cans of soda, into the garage, the the, pet, the, the gas station. Mm. And I'm like, mm. I, I, I was absolutely disgusted by this. These types of people, I'm sorry, I have no respect for, because there's no excuse for that. They could have waited till they got home taking it in and put it in their, their trash. So mm-hmm. it's like these these types of people are contributing to the chaos and, and to the environmental issues that we've got. They have a lack of respect. And there I've said my piece. It, it, it really does annoy me. And, you know, there's so many people like it, Andy and Cornell. It's just, yeah, it, it makes me rage inside when I see how careless people are and we've gone back to a normal sense of life again and a careless sense of life again nobody's learned from what covid was trying to show us 
in those yeah. moments of peace when we had all that going on, there was an element of life playing out that nobody was paying attention to. Everybody was just concerned that they couldn't be outside doing everything that they're usually doing in, in, in ignorance, you know? They wanted that ignorance back again. And they didn't yeah, notice yeah, yeah. the things that were right under their noses. So, yeah. That's my yeah. rant. Well, <laughs> you're right on. You're right on. And, you know, Pr- yeah. Prince Harry, Prince Harry in that same... Uh, a speech that I uh, recited from also said, uh, I'll break up the middle here. He said, the rolling back of constitutional rights here in the United States as part of the global assault on democracy and freedom. Yeah. He said, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, to, to further. So what you're saying, he, you know, it's, you know, it would be interesting, Amanda, I was just thinking about this, is yeah. I wonder, this has never been done before. Only on the Andy Mendes show. No, this has never been done before. <laughs> um, what would happen if he returned to the UK and ran mm. for office? Oh, my goodness. He would have the largest following, I swear. I would be like going Can around. Can you imagine him. that? Can you imagine <laughs> yeah. that? That would be incredible. Oh, we my gotta goodness. We've got to get him on the show. we got to get him on the show. Hey, Cornell. Uh, that would be a dream. Yes, sir. Still here? yes, sir. I want to get I want yeah, to get Prince Harry on the show. I want to get Prince Harry on the show. Work on that. You know what? That would be amazing. I think he's he's so down to earth that he probably will come on the show. I I, I believe be it. Incredible. I, I believe it. Let, let's work on that. He's down to earth. I was trying to get. I wanted to get Boosty Collins on the show. Ooh. Goofy Collins. Who's Goofy Collins? <laughs> Bootsy Collins. Bootsy. <laughs> Goofy Coffins. <laughs> yeah, Bootsy Collins. You know, I, I, um, Lee fan member. <laughs> I want to get Goofy Lee Collins guitars. on the show. Goofy Collins. He's yeah, a jackass. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Hey, you know, I just had this this weirdest image in my mind, right? You said about Bootsy Collins, and I had Goofy Coffins, right, in my head. God knows Mm -hmm. why. And I was thinking about, wouldn't it be funny if they created coffins that had humorous stuff on them to make people smile instead of, like, stand there crying so much? You know, can you imagine having on the top of a coffin a goofy face, you know? Yeah, that would be unbelievable. Wouldn't that be fun? I mean, oh, yeah. I know the experience of losing someone isn't fun, but adding that element of humor to, like, people's personalities that have passed over and the family get to see the coffin and all this goofy stuff on there and funny stuff, it'd be fantastic. Yeah, yeah all the goofy things they did. Yeah. 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 Thursday, when we were getting the program for this week, he was mumbling. He was uh, almost incoherent. It was very embarrassing. Right? Yeah, uh, he was. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Thank my you. What did he come? That was uh, Gerald Ford uh, chimed in. Thank you, uh, uh, Mr. President, former president. Oh. Uh, wish to be addressed. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. We appreciate your, your bumping into the show. You know? We have people coming in. We have people coming in from all over the world on the show. We have listeners all over the world on the show. The Chinese? Um, yeah, even the Chinese. Thank you, Dick. Um, oh, <laughs> yes, even the Chinese. Yeah, um, um, we, there, there's a birthday out there. I guess it's. Uh, I guess we got to go um, soon. Um, there's a birthday. I don't want to say her whole name, I guess, because she might not want me to. But we got an email, listener, uh, Melissa L. You know who you are. 
Thank you for listening to the show. Oh, it's, it's her birthday. You. Yes. Oh, we, happy uh, birthday, darling. Yeah, and for all the Melissas uh, who you know or who are listening in uh, on or near their birthday, we want to wish them all. We want to wish everybody a happy birthday. I can say, yeah, happy everybody birthday. who's got a birthday today, happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you, yeah. Melissa, for filling in. And uh, we hope you, wherever you are, having the best birthday ever. Because in this day and age and time yeah. we're living in, it's, it's, it's good to have an amazing day. You deserve it. So we wish you all the best. Yeah. I think Melissa is in, uh, let me find an email again real quick where she chimed in from. I think Cornell, I think she's on the East Coast. Really? Uh, New Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. Hoboken. Oh. That's uh, Northern Jersey. Oh. Hey. Right, near, near, right near New York. Work, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have, we have big, big, a lot of fans in New York. Thank you, New York. <laughs> thank, <Yeah>. you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I like to do wow. a song during your show and then say, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, there's four people there, you know. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> in four you people's know, magical sto- story in my life, you know, me and the four people who like my music. Listen, uh, all right, there we go. Five people. Amanda, six. Absolutely. All right, exactly. Yeah, influencer. Andy suddenly becomes an influencer. You know? Yes. But, 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 yeah, but, really, but, you know? yeah. yeah. You've influenced me to say, uh, <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Um, what was I going to do? Um, I don't remember. Anyway, I was just talking about Melissa's birthday and saying happy birthday to her. A lot of other things in the news that we should touch upon. We, we're coming back on Friday, right? We have a Friday show, which is going to be at, um, 6 yeah. p.m. and it's 11 p.m. in the UK. 11 p.m. in the UK. Yes. Indeed. Um, and there's some other things that are important that we need to uh, talk about, including yeah. our conversation about global warming and the scientists that are now seeing alarming warmth as Greenland shed six billion, with a capital B, tons of water per day last weekend. I mean, come on. Oh, it would happen anyway. Give me. A oh break. no, and the amount of people dying from heat. Um, is is scary too. It's just there's no global yeah. warming. That's that's all nonsense. You know you know what? No, it's interesting. And I thought about this. Okay. People like to believe the news from the sources that they want to trust, that they think they're telling them the truth, although they never did their own research to figure out if that is the truth. In other words, when a when a conservative news source or an anti environmental whatever you call them, um, a pontiff comes on. On a on a news station or, or a podcast or a blog or it might be, and says mm-hmm. that uh, that uh, seeing the science is debatable, uh, there is no such thing as global warming. That fits in with the agreement that that person wants to believe is being true, but it might not be true. As a matter yeah. of fact, in this case, it isn't true. It's it's another lie that these folks engulf themselves in because they want to believe that to be. It's part of their ideology. It's part of their philosophy. It's part of their platform. Yeah, and, and not only and, that, and, mm-hmm, I think it mm-hmm. keeps them safe, doesn't it? It keeps them in a their own shell, their world. That 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 information keeps them feeling safe. 
Because yeah. if anybody comes along to contradict that, then that's too scary and that just throws everything into jeopardy and where could that lead for them? Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's just, yeah. that's, you know, one element. I'm not saying that is the reason. It's just one element of why people but you're right. do these things. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it's like people going against Trump. If you're a Trump supporter and people are going against you, you don't want to believe what they're saying, all these, these things that you, you think are false claims because you feel safe in what Trump is presenting to you, the way he makes you feel. He's reached that part of you that he's been trying to reach um, to convince you to, you know, be his supporter and um, ride or die, as they say. And uh, anyone who goes against it, well, no, sorry, ego gets involved, wall goes up. I don't want to know. Right. That's, too, that's You know, it's too scary for me. That could yeah. mean all sorts of things. So no. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll yeah, pick it up know. next. Oh. We'll pick it up next show. Right. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You, you've you know right. I just mm-hmm. just want to thank the England girls from uh, the England soccer team. Okay, who mm-hmm. have just reached through the semi-finals of the European Women's Championship. They won tonight. I'm so proud of them. 2-1 against Spain. Woo! Come on, girl. Oh, great. Is that good news? That's good yeah. news. Yeah. Oh, so good to hear. We should England cover that. Next, right yeah, let's see what they're doing. Friday, we'll pick up on that. We'll see what the, what has happened. That's terrific. Um, great. Congratulations. What's her name? Do you have her name? Whose name? <laughs> Who? The Who? Uh, basketball what? player. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I don't basket- know. I think that's another conversation. <laughs> mm. Mm. You're a contemptible lowlife for talking this way. Oh, I'll tell you. Uh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't, didn't get it right. Didn't get it right. Get it right. Call him Andy Lowlife. That's not good. Soccer, yeah. yeah. Uh, or you call it football. Yeah. Yes, we call it football, yes. But I wanted football. to say soccer because we have a majority of people in, uh, right. in the America. U.S. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to keep everything on, you know. Well, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to close out today's show um, with a uh, tune dedicated to our birthday girl, Melissa, and all the other Melissas out there, uh, whether it be a birthday or not. I'm going to close out with a tune by the late, great Greg Allman, accompanied by Jackson Brown, with a song appropriately titled Melissa. Oh, uh, perfect. Yes. Why don't we close out with that? Uh, Amanda, why don't you get us out of here? This has been a fun, and we always have a blast here on the Amanda Show. We'll be back Friday. Talk to us live again, folks. Please uh, feel free to dial in at 515-605-9888. No, I'm in the wrong. That's our old time zone. Yes, 6 o'clock. That's right, 6 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 515-605-9888. Again, andyamandashow at gmail.com. If you care to have questions, comments, get a guest on the show, be on the show yourself, let us know. We'll make it happen. And uh, with that being said, and our social media, Instagram, Facebook, all of, we have all that going, right, guys? It's, it's, I don't know what the addresses Google. are, but yeah, yeah just Google, Google Andy. Google. And, yeah. Andy, uh, Andy Mander Show, and you'll get a great response. It was sure. No, it wasn't. It's, you know, it wasn't it? Just, I mean, it was. <laughs> well, yeah, so yeah. rude. Yeah. Really? I know. Yeah, it's very rude. <laughs> So, Amanda, take us home. Folks, we're going to tune in because we're going to hear this great rendition of the Allman Brothers classic, Melissa, with Jackson Brown sitting as well. So we'll close out the show with that. Um, Thank you. Um, (laughs) Yes. Uh, Cornell, 
Talk to you soon. Thanks yeah. for joining us here. Cornell is our show oh, coordinator, okay. by the way, folks. He, oh. he introduced Amanda and I. Oh, so thank Yeah. Oh, yeah. so good. Oh, by the <laughs> way, guys, I wanted to yeah. let our, um, our fans know that, you know, the first person that basically can name what kind of car that Andy has, they will get a free Andy and Amanda show. Just send us the information. We'll send you a, a Andy and Amanda show to your house. A show? A show? A what? It, um, I mean, Andy and Amanda show shirt. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait, are we going on the ride? Right? What? We're going to go to the house and do a show. We're going to go, like, we'll go to your house guy. and do a show right from your house. <laughs> and you can guess so what kind of buggy I drive. Yeah. That's a good I like that, Cornell. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's good. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah. We'll come to your show and do a live show from your house if you can guess. Email us, show at gmail.com. No, really, and you'll get a free T-shirt. Yes, I like that. I, I don't Excellent. Know, free, yes. All right, folks, um, we're out of here. Uh, thank you for joining us. Amanda, get us home, and let's take a listen to Melissa, Greg Allman, and Jackson Brown. Okay, so on behalf of our two sensitive New Age guys, Andy Kimball, my co-host yeah. and coordinator, Cornell Butler, yeah. and myself, who is naturally sensitive as a woman, Amanda Love here in the UK. Thank yeah. you for listening to the show. We love you. Come back on Friday for some more fun and enjoy this song. Again, happy birthday, Melissa. Hope you're having an amazing time. This yeah. is to you. Take care, Bye. Bye. Bye.
Without Melissa 